she made her master a lot of money. That's the topic for today on Bible Time. Hello again, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. We have a question today that comes from the book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 16. I'm going to read it for you. Actually, I'm going to read 16 and 17. Once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept us up for many days. Finally, Paul became so troubled that he turned around and said to the spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. Okay, so I went through verse 18. But the question is, how is this different than the gift of prophecy? If someone is prophesying or predicting the future, are they doing it by the Holy Spirit or by an evil spirit? Great question. But let's just start with what prophecy is, first of all. First of all, New Testament prophecy is a little bit different than Old Testament prophecy. You see, quite often we believe that they are the same because a prophet in the Old Testament did just that, predicted the future with extreme accuracy, 100% accuracy. Every single prophecy about Jesus Christ from the prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Malachi, Haggai, Hosea, they all came true. And even from Moses and David as well, and Samuel, and Elijah, and the list goes on and on and on. But prophecy in the New Testament is a little bit different. Tucked away in the book of Numbers, Moses calls 70 people to be elders, that he asks for the Spirit of God to fall upon them and to teach them. Two people don't show up for the meeting. 68 show up. The Spirit of God fell on all 70 even the two who were out in the camp, and they began to prophesy. And the people asked Moses to tell them to shut up. But Moses said, oh, that God's spirit would fall on every single person and they could, everyone could prophesy. Well, he got his wish, beginning in the book of Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost. The gift of prophecy is from the Holy Spirit. At that moment, Every single believer in Jesus Christ has the ability to prophesy. Does that mean they tell the future? No. Prophecy in its very least aspect is encouragement. If you encourage someone, you feel like, I feel like I need to tell that person, hey, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. That's prophesying to them. That's com- if it's coming from the Holy Spirit, that's prophesying. If you feel God saying, tell this person that they're going to be okay, that we're going to get through this, that God will get us through this, that's prophecy, folks, in its most basic form. It is not fortune-telling. It is not always telling the future. However, prophets can tell about future events with accuracy. I myself have done it. I knew about hurricanes that were coming long before they came. At the time, I didn't know why God was telling me that. I understand now he was building me up for something more, but at the time, I didn't know what to do with that. But what I'm saying is we need to look at the scripture, okay? First, it says 
we a slave girl who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. First, a spirit by which she predicted the future. Yes, demons can help people to predict the future. It's called divination, and it does happen. And she earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. Fortune-telling is not prophecy. See, the Bible is very clear here. The words are very specific. This is demonic activity going on here. But here's the kicker. Here's the thing that really sets it apart. She was earning a great deal of money for her master. Any prophet who wants to earn a prophet is not a prophet of God. They're a prophet of Baal, a prophet of Satan, a prophet of demons. They are not a prophet of God. No one prophesies in the Holy Spirit to earn money. And anyone who does, I question them significantly. So right there, we have the answer. Not only that, Paul was able to drive out this spirit. This was clearly a demonic involved activity. So can demons affect people who call themselves prophets? Absolutely. I don't want to get into the details, but I think it's very possible. We've seen this quite drastically in the last few months. Now, again, I'm not getting into details, but I think it's been happening. But it can happen. And even the wisest, the most seasoned people who are prophets, and by the way, typically won't call themselves a prophet because they don't need to. You'll recognize it by the way they act, by what they say, and who they are. But the most seasoned, closest to God, I don't care how you want to describe it, most accurate, they can have a miss too. Now, in the Old Testament, God told them if a prophet spoke and it did not come true, off with their head, they're dead because they're not speaking on behalf of God because God spoke directly to the prophets through himself, through I am, the Yahweh, the Father. But now God speaks to prophets through the Holy Spirit, and it's different. It doesn't come with that weightiness that you have to get it 100% correct. Now, anyone who truly has the gift of prophecy will not just go willy-nilly and try to make things up just to make themselves look good. That is not coming by the Spirit of God. That is coming by demonic activity. But someone who has the gift of prophecy, who God is building up in the gift of prophecy, first of all, they may never become a prophet, okay? They may never become a prophet, but they may have the gift of prophecy. But anyone in the spirit of prophecy, the gift of prophecy, or the office of prophet will always act only on behalf of God. So how is it that they miss? There are demons that once Christ died on the cross, they knew they were defeated. They changed their tune a little bit, if you will. They decided it's time to really mess things up for the people of God. And they get crafty and they can influence one or a group of people who prophesy and they can make a difference and they can make a lot of mistakes happen. So it's so important to Turn to God, test the spirits, as John tells us in his letter in First First John, Second John. Test the spirits. It is also important that we recognize that prophecy is important for the church. This, I believe, is the most important thing that we need to say today. 
There are so many churches who are so against the gift of prophecy. They say, Revelation has been sealed up in the canon. We don't need it anymore. I agree. First in line to say, I agree. But this is not new revelation. This is the gift of the Holy Spirit for the edification and the building up of the church. And anyone who denounces the gift of prophecy and says that it's no good, you're missing out. I believe one of the biggest reasons our churches are in such disarray is that too many people are not allowing the gift of prophecy to flow in churches. It is for the church. It doesn't always tell the future. I'm not telling you that the gift of prophecy is going to tell you how your church is going to be in the future. I'm telling you the gift of prophecy is going to encourage the people in the church. It's going to let them know what God is doing now in the church. You can't find out about the great revival that is taking place right now without the gift of prophecy and speaking it to someone in your church. Because if it wasn't spoken, we would not see it. We wouldn't be looking for it. We wouldn't be ready for it. Prophecy does so much for the church, and it should not be neglected. And it's not fortune-telling, and it's not for gain of the person. There's so much more I could say about this, and perhaps I will sometime, but for right now, we're out of time. But just consider this. Acts sixteen sixteen is not about the gift of prophecy. It's about a demonic spirit telling someone about the future. But prophecy spoken by the Holy Spirit, not by a person, by the Holy Spirit, is a beautiful thing and it's a wonderful gift of God that we all should desire to have according to the Bible and that we all can do in turn according to Bible in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Look it up. I believe it's verse 31. Thank you for joining me today. You've been a great audience as always, and I'll see you again next time. God bless.